This is your Week in Gaming, episode 25, recorded for the 24th of November 2023, to bring you all the latest news from the world of gaming. On today's episode of the podcast, we talk Xbox Game Pass, Disney Dreamlight Valley, crazy PS5 deals, and a bizarre adjustable chair. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 12. <laughs> Let's try this. <laughs> Let's try this again. You can see we're out of practice. All right. Hello, and welcome back to episode 25 of your week in gaming. I apologize. We haven't been on air in a month and a bit. All right. But to be fair, there has been a lot of life changes that have happened and a lot of things that have just been happening in general in both my life and my co host, Samantha. Hey! <laughs> As you can hear it, it, from the, all the editing, you might not pick it up, but man, it's been a long time since we've done this, and I have truly missed this. I missed you guys that are listening to it as well. It's it's been a long time. We know we're sorry. Uh, I've had to move a thousand odd kilometers across the country to a new place to start a new job. Uh, Sam, you were also gone for a while. Yeah, I uh, I spent three weeks out of the country. Uh, I was in Birmingham. Uh, I went to my graduation ceremony. So Ooh. your girl has a degree. Let's go. Uh, and then that was we... your honors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my honors degree. So very cool. It was like a package thing. So you do your your undergrad and your honors like a all in one type vibe. So mm-hmm. next step, masters. If I ever decide to do it, I don't know. Studying is hectic. Uh, and then we went to Ireland, and no one can believe it. But for the entire 10 days that we were in Ireland, it did not rain. I call BS on that. (laughs) (laughs) From all the people I know and everything that I know that's it always just appears to be raining. So the fact that you were there for 10 days and it didn't rain, I I, I actually want to call BS. There there was one moment. Where were we? I think think we were in Limerick, maybe. And anyway, we, we get to town and, oops, you know. A little bit cloudy, nothing too hectic. We go about seven or eight streets down, so maybe like two to three Ks, and it's raining. And then we go back, and it's not raining anymore. <laughs> it was just like, there was just this one spot where there was a little cloud burst, and then like two kilometers away, there was no rain at all. And that, that was like Ireland in a nutshell. Um, and then there was like Storm Debbie, uh, mm-hmm. which was wreaking havoc. We, we left Galway. And we went on like a, a, a drive. We did like a whole day drive along the coast and stuff. And we heard on the radio, they were like, oh, status red storm warning around the Galway area. And we were like, phew, <laughs> dodge that bullet. <laughs> Thank goodness. We, we just dodged that. I mean, moving up to, to, to Johannesburg, there was this massive hailstorm that we had in Midrand. Mm. Now I say we, we have, it didn't hit me at all. So <laughs> we had no, we were like, oh, it, it's, it was raining. It was not hailing. But then you go a kilometer up the road and the hailstones were the size of golf balls. It was Jeez. the craziest thing to experience. But uh, uh, happy that I'm up in Joburg. Happy that uh, things things are going uh, the way that I'd like them to. And happy that we're doing the podcast. And also, ladies and gents, if you have seemed to have forgotten or you haven't been on social media, whatever the case is, and you've got this uh, link to all your things to download – it is Black Friday, so if Ooh. you've been able to find any really good uh, gaming specials or tech deals or whatever, be sure to let us know what you've been able to snap up. Yeah. Well, I'll be right. uh, interested to read through all of those. I haven't yet snagged my Black Friday deal, but we'll we'll get to that a little bit later on. 
<laughs> very, very, very close. Gaming news now, and it's a bit of sad news for those uh, nostalgic Xbox Game Pass subscribers. There will be seven games that will be leaving at the end of November. These games, the, oh, sorry, these games include Anvil, Voltbreaker, Grid, Discrum, Eastward, as well as three Battlefield games, namely Battlefield 1943, Battlefield Bad Company, and Battlefield Bad Company 2. It's always a sad day when games leave platforms or services like this, but some doors must close in order for others to open. If anything, I think this is a sign to to EA as well as to DICE that they need another ba- great Battlefield game. They've had some really gimmicky and not the greatest uh, games as of late, but uh, I think they really need to just reboot the Bad Company series i don't know if you've ever played any of the battlefield games sam but even the campaign games for battlefield are so 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 good it's like call of duty single players from like you know you go modern warfare modern warfare to black ops water war all of those like even just the campaigns of those games were absolutely amazing it was like playing a movie best way i could describe it the battlefields are right up there yeah i must admit um my fps journey started pretty late in life so i'm not super familiar fun fact the first fps game i played was it was a call of duty i want to say black ops 2 it was the one that came out on Battle.net um about eight or nine years ago maybe and that was the first Mm. fps game i ever played um and then from there i kind of catapulted into like valorant and counter-strike but I haven't really played any of the other. Okay, we don't. I mean, Overwatch, but we don't really count that because that's no, we don't. We don't. We count really Overwatch. don't. Also, I was a Mercy main, so that, that's like as far wow. as FPS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mercy main goes Valorant. It's uh... <laughs> hold right click to just heal everybody, right, and yeah. spacebar to fly. Yeah. Uh, thank you very Mercy's... much. It was left click to heal. Uh, right click to damage boost. Thank you. Thank you. Tomato. <laughs> potato at oh. the end of the day mercy mercy <laughs> but no yeah. like bat- battlefield but bad company and bad company 2 were really amazing games if if there was ever a sign uh ea dice here are calls here are cries you are in dire need of a really good battlefield game revive the bad company saga and bring out bad company 3 even if it i mean just don't riddle it with all the things that you're very well known for. Just make a really good Battlefield 3 or Bad, bad Company 3 at least mm-hmm. and revive the franchise to the Call of Duty competitor that it used to be. You know, funnily enough, my uh, my brother used to compete in Battlefield in South Africa. Um, they There was like, and this was years ago, like like my brother's 14 DGL. Now. G- yeah. Days? yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah way back and there was like some international thing that they were trying to qualify for and i think they came second so they didn't qualify um but yeah he was he was big in battlefield so yeah just a bit of a fun fact there esports runs in the family folks <laughs> apparently it does disney dreamlight valley has a lot of news following the one-year anniversary of its paid early access release first up coming next month the 5th of december online multiplayer is being added to the game. And when I say online multiplayer, I think a la um, Animal Crossing vibes, right? So um, you get three players. They can all hang out in your valley and meet and trade. And you can check other people's screwed shops to see what stuff you want to buy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but Gameloft has promised that this is just the start and that online multiplayer will be expanded upon in the future. Also coming next month, Jack Skellington. And honestly, it's about damn time. 
That being said, Gameloft have been known to break their promises. In a move that will probably upset many, they have scrapped their plans to make the game free to play and will instead keep it as a paid game going forward, increasing the price from $30 to $40. Now, for those of us in South Africa, we snagged the game for $150, which, quick maths, is not $30. (laughs) No, it is not. Our regional pricing was mm, mint, beautiful. Um, But for those outside of South Africa that have to uh, pay full price, that's quite hectic. Additionally, they are adding a paid expansion to the game, which will cost a further $30, which is approximately 600 bucks. Now, bearing in mind, those of us that already have the game, we paid for the base game ages ago. So if we want the expansion, we pay the 30 bucks. Hopefully South Africa has regional pricing. Um, and then we have the expansion. But if you never bought the base game, the game is going out of early access on December 5th, which means that if you want the base game and the expansion, you're forking out $70 to play. That's, that's a lot. Um, But the expansion will tell a new story featuring Jafar as the main villain. Uh, It will be spread across three acts, and the three acts will launch in three parts. So the first will launch on the 5th of December, and the rest will be sometime in 2024. Uh, It'll take place in what they call the Eternity Isle. It'll feature three new biomes, which for those who play the game, um, you have to like open up these areas, and you have to heal the land and find the magic orb, and it's a whole thing. If you play the game, you know what I'm talking about. Um, now, current players don't necessarily mind this change so much, the move from uh, from free-to-play to pay-to-play, because, like I said, we've already paid for the game. But for those who are waiting for the game to leave early access in order to play for free, it's time to cough up or give up. A lot of players are annoyed the, that the expansion will be paid as well, as it feels like what was promised as a free-to-play experience has turned into an exceptionally greedy endeavor. Like, this was going to be full free-to-play, and they come out the gate saying, now the game's going to be $40. Oh, and there's an expansion, which you're going to have to pay a further $30 for. Like, that's a really intense leap, in my mind, anyway. Uh, additionally, the game does include some micro- microtransactions, and while they aren't pay-to-win transactions, you can actually get the the uh, microtransaction currency, Moonstones. You can get it just by playing the game. It's obviously at a much slower rate, but you can do it. Um, players are wondering why even have them at all if we're already being paid or being made to pay for the game and the expansion. For me personally, I already own the game. I fully intend to get the expansion, but I must admit, I I do echo a lot of these sentiments. At the end of the day, shareholders want money. This is going to circle right back around. Capitalism. Capitalism once again. But you know what? If people honestly and truly thought that a game was going to be free to play, like, like this that is not Genshin Impact or a gotcha game. Oh man, I'm gonna sound terrible, but I I feel like it's partly like a little bit delusional. The fact that they made you pay for I go for naive man hit them with the straight delusional <laughs> well, you, to to play early access, right? For a free to play game that they claim you were paying money from the get go. Right, you're telling me that people couldn't see that okay, I'm gonna have to pay money to continue playing in one way or another. I don't agree with smacking the base game and like the expansion pretty much costing the same price, right? 40 and 20, fine. Like it is what it is. I'm not, I don't play it. I'm not going to play it. But I know that my card is going to be used to to get it because (laughs) my wife has like really wants the game or the expansion at least. So I will be doing it, but I am going to do the smart thing because she has it. And obviously it's linked between her Switch and Steam. What 
I'm going to do is I'm going to have a look at which one is cheaper. And if <laughs> the, the Steam same. store is cheaper, then I will be getting it on the Steam store. If it happens to be cheaper on the Nintendo eShop, then I will get it on the Nintendo eShop for her. Either way, it's just, yeah, maybe delusional is not quite the, that's a very strong word, I suppose, but naive. But still, like in, in an era where there's not many free-to-play games, like let's be honest, there's not mm-hmm. there's not really many. And those that are free-to-play are so hard locked behind um cash gates and things like that um in order for you to actually advance or feel any sort of progress if you're not playing like a gacha game um yeah it's just it's 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 one of those things so yeah it is what it is although i did have to go and look up who the freak jack skellington is because what? i had no i had no clue i was like who's jack skellington and my wife's jaw just dropped you not watched nightmare before christmas i I had, but I don't. I don't. I don't remember it well. And when I saw, it, I was like, "Oh, it's that skeleton dude." I was like, "Okay." okay. Uh, at, at least you recognized it at the end of the day, because yes. wow. Uh, <laughs> did you think for a moment that I had not watched? Uh, I, I, bro, I was. Christmas. I was very concerned. I was very concerned. <laughs> um, the one thing that did make me kind of sad. So they are releasing a physical edition only for the Nintendo, and it has some digital stuff that comes with it that you can only get with the physical copy. And I'm like. But why? <laughs> like I t- <laughs> give it, give it, give it a little while, and it will be for sale on the mm. in the in-game shop for for either in-game currency or moonstones that you can get just by playing the game and also partaking in uh, the. Dr- uh, I think my wife talks about something like a dream snap or dream snaps yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. So you'll be able to get the moonstones. Dream so- snaps is like Disney Dreamlights Instagram. Yeah, I've I've seen it, and she's asked me to like, what do you think of this picture? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's, look. It's a pretty nifty way of you actually of getting people, you know, involved in creating things and giving out free in-game currency by doing it as well. So you know what? If you're going to do like that, I've, I mean, I've got no issue with the model. Uh, maybe they should have been a little bit more open about, hey guys, we're going to be going to a paid model. So either get in now at a lower price or pay the uh, or pay a premium. Well. So that's the thing. So they have actually said, like, this is last chance to become a a founder, right? So everyone who bought the early access, you were a founder. You got, like, special unlocks and stuff. I bought the deluxe edition because I'm extra like that. Um, And you get, like, these certain cosmetics and whatever, whatever. So this is kind of last chance saloon if you want to be able to be a founder. After the 5th of December, when you purchase, it will just be base game, none of the cool extra stuff. And uh, part of the founder pack, you get, like, a billion moonstones. It's, like, tiers of how many moonstones you get. Uh, which definitely gives you a little bit of a leg up um, in terms of like star pods and, and stuff like that. So um, if you do want, and obviously if you buy it now, it's $30 and not $40. So do it now, <laughs> uh, unless you're pay- playing it on uh, Game Pass, in which case, I-, I don't know how that works with the expansion. Like if you're, if you're playing on Game Pass and you buy the expansion, does that, how? So it, it, it'll be very similar to some other games where, you will have access to the base game, but in order for you to have the expansions, you do have to purchase the expansions. But they will generally be Game Pass normally offers a ten percent discount on oh, the okay. things as long as you're a subscriber to it. So chances are the expansion will be at a ten percent discount. I speak under correction because I know nothing about Dream <laughs> Disney Dreamlight Valley except for what I get shown or That's read. It. All right, with season two already in full swing and players already showing off how they're able to beat Uber Lilith with Arc Lightning Sorcerers in just a few seconds, Diablo 4 has boosted XP 
and gold for the next week. Well, this was obviously at recording. Uh, when it comes out, it's been going on for quite a while. Um, this has been going on since Monday, and it's set to continue until November 27th. Uh, it's already easier to level up. Uh, season 2 itself brought a XP boost of 40%. So we're not going to say no to a nice way of boosted XP and gold by 35% during this time, during the Mother's Blessing, as they call it. Uh, what a time to be alive for a Blizzard game. It's like they actually listened to our outcries and responded for Season 2 with this. Also, if you want to try it out, it is free to play on Steam until the 28th. So in time for this Mother's Blessing. So if you want to see what it looks like, how it is, and also just see how quickly it is, how quick you can level. Oh my word, it is so quick to level. You can actually feel it. Even now, just with playing season two, I I started, I actually started playing a sorcerer. And of course you did. Of course I did, because I played Necromancer, Druid, now I'm playing a sorcerer. And honestly, I got to like level 40 odd in like really no time at all. Yeah. It, you can actually feel that 40%. And I haven't played at all with this mother's uh, blessing at all. So if it's even quicker, oh my word. I must be honest, not a fan. Uh, I feel like it, it ruins. Look, I don't think that the extent um, that it was at when the game launched was better. I feel like that was also excessive. Like it was taking way too long to get to max level. But I feel like this is also just, a, a sw they've swung the pendulum way too far. And now adding a further 35% for this event is nuts. And the reason I say this, so Race to World First, Season one took, if I remember correctly, about three days, two to three days to get to max level um, mm -hmm. for both hardcore and normal to beat the, the bosses, etc., etc. Took about two to three days. Season two, max level was reached on both normal and hardcore in under 24 hours. Yeah. It's dumb, bro. Like, I want to play the game. <laughs> and I get that they've got all this like other content. They've got seasons. You want to get into it. Lardy da fish paste. But like. I feel like maybe for me, I don't know how other people feel about it, but for me, your first character has decreased XP gains, but then your alts, because you've already... But, but even then, like, you skip the campaign. So it's not like you are um, restrained in that regard, but they could. They could be like, okay, mains will take you X amount of time to get to level 100. Uh, your alts will then be increased by a particular percentage so that you can get through the leveling process and get into the the later mm. stuff. But I, I just mm. feel like, you know, having played Diablo 2, uh, particularly Diablo 2, Diablo 3 to an extent, but I mean, obviously the, the second game was the absolute pinnacle. And I mm. just feel like there, there was actually time that you had to put into it and you had to pay attention. You had to like follow the story. You didn't have to follow the story, but like there was progression. Um, and I feel like all of that's gone out the window now in in favor of this, like, um, what's the word? Uh, instant gratification. I think, I think it comes down to who is your target audience for this? Are you trying to target the people that can sit around and grind for hours on end and enjoy the grind to get up to that? Or are you trying to cater for you know, the slightly more casual player, shall we say, whereby they only have maybe X number of hours to play and they want to do that. And those X hours themselves won't allow them to get to, say, a level 100 during the uh, the season. Um, you know, this is where, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of debate about 
is is Diablo heading in a very casual way or is it still hardcore? And you know what? I'm perfectly fine with it. I mean, I understand this is just an event, you know, so that people can really level up really quickly, get a lot of gold, so they could try different classes, try different specs, whatever the case is. So I understand the theory behind it. The 40% bump I think was needed. It was an absolute grind. I mean, I grinded a lot, and I think my druid, I only got to about 75, 76 before the season ended. To be fair, I didn't play for like the last month and a half of it because uh, I was getting ready for a move and everything, but I mean, still, it was just it was a long grind. I'm quite happy with this, uh, especially for somebody like me that still only has X number of hours, you know, during the week in order to play to, and I want to get to the max level. I want to go and do those ultimate challenges. I want to spend more time finding the right gear for my character than just slaving away in dungeons and world events and everything in order to get to that. I will say that if while classic has taught us anything, we don't have to, lean every game to the cracked out zoomers you know like mm. millennials we, we still game we would like a slightly more drawn out uh interactive mm. experience that isn't like just instant gratif mm. instant gratification what i was saying before um but yeah i suppose i can i can definitely see that argument yeah. i think i think if 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 it really is such a big issue and blizzard do get a lot of uh, pushback from this i think it's easy Give a player two options. One, do you want the original leveling experience without that? And let it be done at like a uh, character creation. Or mm. do you want the boosted 40% experience? And just let the player then choose. If they want to have that slow slugger because they still want to feel like there's that challenge, then boom, have that. If they want to have the quicker because like, ah, oh, this is another alt. I just want to get it up there. Then boom, have the 40% uh, the experience buff or the 35 or the 75, mm. whatever it is have all of that ex extra experience there if, if if there is. But quite frankly, I'm quite happy with it. Good on you, Diablo. All right. Black Friday, folks. If you've been waiting for just the right time to grab that sweet, sweet PS5, now is that time. FNB has 185. That's it. Only 185. PlayStation 5s that they're absolutely giving away at 185 Rand per month for 36 months, which works out to about 6,600 Rand. That is a whopping 7,339 Rand less than the retail value of a PlayStation 5. You are literally getting above 50% discount. And even even buying it on credit, you know, I, I'm not someone who buys anything on credit. I would rather buy it cash because if you buy it credit, you always end up paying more than what the actual item is worth. Not in this case. This is absolutely worth it. On top of that, you also get two games with the PlayStation. I don't know what those two games are. I just like saw it in the thing. It was like plus two games. So there you go. Uh, but if you don't want them, you trade them in, you get the game you want. Point being, this is an absolute steal. The deal is live today friday the 20 not the, yeah the 24th sorry got my dates mixed up today friday the 24th so if you want to get in on it then i suggest you motor i don't know exactly what time it goes live um saying this as that recording uh which is wednesday i don't know what time it goes live unfortunately so if you're hearing this at like 6 p.m on friday you, you've missed it buddy i'm so i'm sorry um but for those of you that are listening to the episode as it releases spark um, as at recording, as I said, it's only Wednesday and I plan to be one of those desperate consumers that will be spamming the refresh button on my FNB device page. Hit us up on Twitter. Did you 
managed to snag one. I am also going to be one of those people that are going to sit to try and get to try and get it. And I'm sure F&B are going to love me, considering that I just took out finance on a new vehicle from them as well. So they'll take any opportunity to take mm, more money yeah, away from Yeah, that's how me. that works. So <laughs> I'm living in my very Delulu world. So I'm just going to hope that I can spam the refresh button as well to be able to pick up one of these uh brand new ps5s and again at 185 or how much is it 185 185 rand a month for 36 months so 6600 rand it is an absolute steal if you're like south africa we always oh it's black friday and then our uh, retailers come out and it's like 25 percent off we were like wait is this are you really trying to convince us that this is a black friday or or you have those retailers, we're not going to mention names, mm. that push up their prices the month leading to it and then drop it down to its actual selling price and say, oh, 25% off. And you go and look at the historical cost. And it's like, wait, you've just doubled the price of it over the time. It's yeah. even more expensive than what it was three months ago. And you're saying this is a Black Friday special. So yeah. this, this is really one of those that I think us as South Africans would be like, whoa, that is really, really intense. I will say if you're not an FNB customer or maybe you, you know, missed it or whatever, uh, Game is also having a similar deal, uh, 6,700 Rand, only available on the Game website. Uh, they said that uh, to be a lucky customer, you must add the PS5 to your cart and check out with a special code. Game will post the code to its social media channels. So there's a lot of like moving parts to this one. You gotta watch social media, you gotta make sure it's in your cart, you gotta copy paste as quickly as possible uh, to make sure that you can get that. But there is a second avenue if you want to get an unbelievably cheap PlayStation 5. In fact, do do all of them. Do, do every, you know, try to get it from mm. game, try to get it, if you wind up with two PlayStation 5s, congratulations, you got two for the price of one. Like, eh, sell it on eBay. But um, yeah, so <laughs> there are some other avenues uh, if, if FNB isn't your method of choice. Look, if you're really wanting to get a PS5 and you're here in South Africa, this is pretty much the opportunity for you, right? Let, let, let's be honest. To get it at these ridiculously low prices, you're not going to find that anytime soon. Not even during the uh, like the festive season over Christmas, or whatever. Now's the time to snag it up. So if you have the cash lying around, it is pretty much payday weekend for a lot of people because uh, payday is on the Saturday, which means you get it on the Friday. So you will have the money to get it, assuming you've met all your other obligations and stuff. So make sure you snag them up if you can, and uh, do let us know if you're one of the lucky few to pick up a nice, very cheap PlayStation Five. I'm going to keep talking because uh, I love the sound of my own voice. Uh, we're talking about my soon-to-be <laughs> successes. I'm a cast. I get paid to talk. This should come as no surprise to anybody. Uh, the Horizon game series should be no stranger to anyone listening. And now, as is the new trend, the acclaimed video game is getting its second board game, if I am correct. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West Seeds of Rebellion is the latest Kickstarter from Steamforged Games, who are awesome. One of the board games I kickstarted from them arrived this week, and it is gorgeous. It's called Senjutsu Battle for Japan. Uh, so if you want to see what they're capable of, go and check that out. It, it is stunning, and I cannot wait to start playing it. Uh, the Kickta uh, Kickstarter just launched Wednesday, so you can go and check that out now. The game is touted as a cooperative campaign deck building game with never before seen events in a new official story within Horizon's K 
canon set between the Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West video games. Play as a marshal and go forth to investigate disturbing reports of Tanakh on Tanakh violence and discover the rebellion taking root in the dark corners of this frontier. Looking through the images, the minis look stunning, and the game itself seems complex enough to really enjoy and keep you entertained while also being simple enough to pick up quickly and jump right into. The Kickstarter page features a downloadable rulebook as well as multiple videos featuring gameplay that you can check out right now. Give yourself a little bit of a taste, see if it's something you'd be interested in. The price is pretty steep at around £117 or approximately 2,700 Rand before shipping, but it comes with about 20 minis, uh, some of them being a lot larger than the others. Obviously, some of the monsters that you fight will be much bigger um, than, say, the marshals, for example. But it will also include a variety of extra unlocks, which they will reveal every day. Not stretch goals. Guaranteed unlocks. It's going to be a massive box. So if you have the cash and board games are your thing, then I highly recommend jumping in right now. It is Horizon Forbidden West Deeds of Rebellion on Kickstarter. I think if people have been listening to this podcast for a while and maybe from my stint with uh, other podcasts in the past, people should know I am a huge fan of the Horizon series. I am such, it, it's such an amazing game. Uh, the expansion is really good. I've played it on the PlayStation 4. I've played it on the PC. It's it's a beautiful game, right? I really and truly love it. The board game looks just as good. It looks so beautiful. It is steep. It is a very steep price to pay, but super, super worth if you have a look at it. And if, you, and if you've got friends or family that really do. I recently went on a little bit of a purchasing spree on a whole bunch of tabletop games and... Uh, like card games that you can play with the family and things. So I've got Disturbed Friends. I've got Shiz Happens. I've got uh, I've got Uno Flip. We got uh, Joking Hazard, a card game that's by Cyanide and Happiness. So nice. if you know who those cartoon guys are, you'll understand the kind of concept of the game. Uh, we've got Cards Against Humanity we've had, and we've also got Exploding Kittens. Now, the last couple of weeks me and uh, the in-laws we've been playing uh, board games just about every single night and it has been so much fun it's it's a nice way for everybody to bond and if you happen to be in a in a family with a whole bunch of gamers sam looking at you with you and your brother and everything this would be like one of those amazing games that you could play with some people yeah i think that people really underestimate how amazing it is to sit around a table and play board games with the family. You know, a lot of people will look at it kind of like reading and they'll be like, oh, it's so low tech, you know, it's so like old fashioned or whatever, but it, it is, it's, it's a bonding experience. It's a way of connecting with your family, having fun and just enjoying each other's company. Um, definitely recommend it. Um, my, uh, my brother and his wife and I, we play a game called Heroes of Barcadia. It's another game that I board game that I kickstarted mm -hmm. a, a while back and you get these like cups and on the cups there's little lines for HP uh, yep. and so you go on like a little dungeon crawl and every time you take damage you have to drink the amount of damage you've taken as like the HP <laughs> and then like when when your cup is empty you essentially die you go back to the starting block 
and they fill up your cup and you keep that playing. That is amazing. <laughs> it's that really cool. Super, super cool. That sounds like a, a that sounds like a really fun board game to play with people that you know also uh, can handle can at least somewhat handle their alcohol to an extent. The nice thing is that it can also be family friendly. You just put some oh. Oros in there, get the kids involved. Like it's great. Yeah. It's it's just a really cool like adaptation on on the the whole board game metric. Mm. I love it. Board games are the best. Yeah, so if you're looking for a board game, especially uh, for something to play and you've got a whole bunch of game of friends that you can actually see in person and play, go check out the uh, the Kickstarter. And if you have the cash, definitely go back it. It's uh, high quality and uh, yeah, it looks it looks really, really pretty. It really does. And now for our special mentions, you would think that after being away for a month, this would be a mile long, but I decided to keep it relatively short. Um, Trying to backtrack of, I mean, but at this point, everybody knows what's happened in the last three mm. or four weeks. So we'll just keep it a little bit more relevant. Starting things off, Sony is facing a 7.9 billion, not million, billion dollar class action lawsuit over PlayStation Store prices as nearly 9 million players allege that they are charging too much for digital titles. And Sony actually thought that this was going to get thrown out of court. And the judge or the whoever, whoever looks these things over was like, no, no, we'll go ahead with this. So I'm very curious to see how this is going to end up. That is wild. I think I might be able to get some money back considering the amount of money that I've spent on the store as well. The World of Warcraft Season of Discovery launches next week, Thursday. Get your rogue tanks and your mage healers ready. I, I love this. I can't wait. I think I'm going to play a mage healer. Uh, one of my friends is going really out of the box. He's going to play Paladin DPS. Which, for a retail player, is whatever. What? For a classic player, that's like, Paladin DPS? <laughs> no ways. Retribution in classic? No, no. ways. No. <laughs> um, this one hits a little close to home for me. Um, it's like kind of gaming, but also kind of meh. But anyway, after being shut down for five years, Toys R Us are back with a new flagship store. Yay! Yay, all of us that really love toys and probably too old <laughs> to go into some of those stores. Bungie has announced a surprise crossover. The Witcher is coming to Destiny 2. What? I think it's just like skins and stuff. I'm not sure, but Storm. there you go. What? Yeah, they've taken a page out of Fortnite's book. Clearly. Just like throw in as many crossovers as you can and make money. Mm. Uh, Warner Brothers has initiated registrations for the closed alpha test of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which was first unveiled back in 2020. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you just go onto the Warner Brothers website and you'd like fill in a form or whatever and you get to register for the closed alpha. So good luck. A recently published pat patent reveals details on a unique device that suggests the possibility of the next Nintendo console having VR support. Wow. Bro, That's I want... Wow. I, I experienced my first VR thing. I know we normally do this rapid fire, but I'm going to digress because that's what I do. I had my first ever VR experience in Ireland because apparently Ireland is like big on the Vikings because the Vikings were also there. Who knew? And there is a VR experience where they take you, like they take you through mm -hmm. the history of like the Vikings in, in Dublin and like how they traveled and and a lot of their history and like one of the kings of dublin was like ivar the boneless um and they talk about him and his sons and whatever whatever it's really cool it's all done in vr um so i would love to get vr so that i can do that more but could they could, could we get some black friday specials on like <laughs> oculus <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice 
Numerous major advertisers have suspended advertising on X, previously Twitter, following a report that found their ads appearing next to pro-Nazi content. Ubisoft, <laughs> IBM, Apple, Disney, Warner Brothers, Lionsgate, NBC Universal, Xfinity, Sony, and others have all opted to stop running ads, at least temporarily. In response, Musk is suing Media Matters, the entity responsible for the report, claiming that they knowingly and maliciously manufactured images to support their claims. Just Musk things. I suppose we'll just have to wait and see what happens. We don't know the real story, right? Until yeah. it comes out. And uh, this week of the news that nobody cares about, uh, I'm sure that there are plenty of Pokemon fans. So if you get angry, <laughs> there you go. If you're upset with me for putting this under nobody cares about, turns out nobody cares. Uh, yell at me on Twitter. But <laughs> the Pokemon company are releasing a wild sizzlipede chair. Now, this is obviously one of the new gen Pokemon. So if you're like me and all you know is the, the like the 150, um, <laughs> you might not know what this is. It is essentially a flat fire centipede. That's that's where that is. It's a centipede, it's flat, and it does fire things. And they and it's like got this like curved design. And somebody looked at this and went, you know what? That would be really cool as a chair. And they have now, uh, who was it? It's a Japanese furniture company called Cellutane uh, that have now released a Sizzlipede chair. Uh, I imagine it costs an arm and a leg, but it's, you know, very Pokemon-esque. So, uh, you know, if you want to add that to your collection, go and check that out. It does look hella comfy. I'll give it that. It does. And the fact that you can, like, change its shape as well, you know, within within reason, mm -hmm. right? It just looks like it looks like one of those things where I could have my switch plugged into the TV, right? Have my pro controller and play Pokemon Sword and Shield or whatever the case is, or any of the newer ones, lying back in a in a Sizzlipede chair. It <laughs> looks it looks so obnoxiously extra that I want it. <laughs> I really and truly do want it for my lounge. It will be the perfect fit. It'll probably not go with anything else. But you know what? I don't care. It's Pokemon. <laughs> it's Sizzly Pete. It will be perfect. I will say, unfortunately, um, Cellutane doesn't ship outside of Japan. So you might have to go through some uh, some sneaky <sighs> maneuvers to get that going. And I do, like, they write, yeah, it's nice to see Cellutane shining a light on an underrepresented Pokemon. Because I'll be honest, Sizzlipede, not on my, like, high list of Pokemon that I want fluffy, plushy things of. You know, Pikachu, sure. Jigglypuff, 100%. A, a centipede? A flat centipede? <laughs> no, it, it, it's not right up there, but... It is really, really cool. So, uh, Cellutane, if you ever decide to ship outside of South Africa, uh, that is definitely something I want. Well, that about rounds up on news and gaming this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 25 of your week in gaming. Again, apologies for being gone for a while, but we back. We back, I promise. <laughs> you can find us on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, at YWIG Podcast and by email at your weekend gaming podcast at gmail.com. I am Andrew and I'll continue to be Andrew. And you can find me on social media at my name is Pengu. I'm Sam. You can find me on social media at Nari Mizuki. Um, recently verified on Twitter. So that's how you know that it's me. Hey. Uh, She's you got the blue tick. 
Fancy. Yes, sir. <laughs> you paid for the blue tick. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, you can also find YWIG podcast on Instagram, Twitter, as Andrew mentioned, and uh, TikTok. Uh, so YouTube. Yep. It's, it's, you know what? It's been kind of quiet. I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to try and step that up a bit more. So there you go. The the milk trip took a little bit longer than usual. There was a lot of load shedding. Uh, <laughs> we had to go to the farms itself. There's a heat wave. Here. Like There's just so many we've problems. Got, we've, we do have the milk now, I promise. <laughs> Our next episode will be out next week, Friday, the, the 1st of December, 2023, at 7 a.m. GMT plus 2 and across all major podcast platforms. We'll see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye.